Three shots, four part, I just do two. One pup, pop four, birdie, woohoo. New driver, info, replace, M2, pop five, fairway, what you finna do? Think I'll try to get on into. Start right, good line, good view. It drew, shoot him, make Gavin. Two thumbs that's up high and two fingers. On the Screws Podcast, episode number. 90 something we've been at this a little while now support for today's episode comes from true classic our new sponsor is the absolute best fitting t-shirts a man can buy finding the right t-shirt with a little bit of a dad bod is incredibly frustrating i'm a new dad a little bit of a dad bod i completely understand and i'm wearing one right now feeling confident reading this ad True Classic has already helped over 2 million men finally get a better fit at an affordable price. Our listeners get access to the best deal they offer for a limited time only. Get 25% off using the promo code OTSGOLF at trueclassic.com. Trueclassic.com, OTSGOLF, 25% off plus free shipping. Enjoy the pod. Let's do a Dew Sweeper episode here, uh, the morning of which we don't typically do. I think this is episode 94, I'm pretty sure. And we have Lauren, I should have asked you before we hopped on, but Lauren Zaretsky. Yeah. All right. I've been okay. Um, I started off the pod like two years ago. We were kind of talking about that before we uh, jumped on and recorded here. I've had some, uh, some name some fumbles, some strong, like there's been uh, like Marty Savich. I don't know if you know Mikey over at T- TXG. The first time I tried to say his name, it was, yeah, uh, I do it was know. tough. So, yeah, I yeah. do know him. He's actually uh, somewhat, I think he, I believe he's, he's also somewhat Ukrainian. So my background, my family's from Ukraine. Okay. Yeah. So I think he's also Ukrainian. So my, they really, my dad and him really connected. Yeah. Um, I actually went to TXG. They're like my first uh, fitting. Nice. Nice. Yeah. They I do good to. stuff over there. And uh, trying to pronounce his name on the fly was I butchered it pretty bad, but uh, yeah, so early morning pod, we got Lauren Zaretsky. Um, how do we introduce you? You have so many, you're Team Canada, Texas Tech, uh, 26, 2021 Canadian Women's Am Champ. Um, what do you What do you go by? You're playing in the CP Canadian Women's Open next week. What's uh, What's the title that you like to go by, Lauren? Um, just golf Honestly, gal. everyone, everyone, yeah, everyone knows me, the one that that's always on the golf course, um, the one that's always practicing eight hours a day um they always know me by like coming to the golf course super early and if they're so some of the members on the golf course they'll see me on the putting green after nine after 18 just keep putting putting and have my headphones in um the one that like listens to all her big playlist i always have have, like a 2022 golf season playlist that i make so i usually like listen um to music on the putting green so i don't get really distracted and you're at uh maple downs right yeah i'm at maple downs and someone's cleaning outside no that's okay that's all right it's it's good to have uh some of the background noise sometimes that's all right we don't mind um did i hear somewhere or i was reading i was reading something you've only been playing five or six years lauren yeah so like six and a half years um i started competing in 2016 i was like i kind of started in 2015 but it was kind of like like casually okay so I, i got serious in 2016 when i started competing um, it was a fluke I'd gone into golf. It was actually a mistake somewhat. Um, I was a high-level squash player um, for since I was the age of five till around 13. And I'm the only golfer in the family. So it was a surprise that I got into the sport. So kind of the backstory is we were passing by a garage sale and um, in an up-class up, uh, neighborhood. And uh, we saw golf clubs for $5. And the thing is... A, my go- my squash academy um, was going bankrupt. So I had to decide if I want to continue or not. And my academy for squash was one of the biggest academies in North America. 
And um, it was really sad. And um, there wasn't a big future in squash. And it also was tough on my knees because I was a very like big girl. And I was seeing that there was no future for me in the sport. So I thought I would, I would think I was going to leave it off and try a different sport. And my whole life, I've uh, always played sports. So my dad bought the clubs for $5, took five me to bucks. a driving ring. Yeah, That's for five sweet. bucks and two sets. So each set was five bucks. And there were like maybe four or five golf clubs in there, like a junior set. Yeah. He took me to a golf course, a public golf course called Carrick Macross. It's actually really close by to Maple Downs. And um, I just went to the drive and started to hit it naturally good. And the owner, Dave, he uh, comes by and he's like, like, how long have you been golfing for? And I look at him, I'm like, it's my first time golf, like hitting a ball. And I'm obsessed. So he's like, you should join our junior camp. So I joined the junior camp and I just demolished every single boy in that camp. And I fell in love with the sport. That was like end of 2015. Winter was coming. So I started to practice a little bit inside at a place called Peak Performance. And that's where also I made a lot of my friends. And um, I went there for so many winters. And I've made so many memories with a bunch of friends that are now in college, um, a few D1 schools, D2 schools, um, a lot of kids that are trying to go on tour or um, on Team Canada. Um, so I fell in love with this. So 2016 coming in, uh, I'm like, I want to start competing. Like, let's get this, the ball rolling. Um, you know, I, my dad thinks, okay, maybe you can get a scholarship one day. Right. And my dad knew nothing about golf and you're going to have a laugh at this, but my dad thought golf was for old people, (sighs) but clearly when he started looking at the sport and starting seeing and watching the lessons, he's like, Oh my God, what yeah, a sport. It, it's definitely a stereotype that we've talked about on the pod before and it being kind of like an old stuffy sport. And, you know, it's just kind of like for the old country club players and stuff, but there's so many young people getting in the game. I love it. Like, uh, it's you know, so many. I even think like my cousin Blaker, he's uh he's at Oshawa and he just won the club championships. I think he's only like 18 and uh, you know, he's, good golfer he's made a hole in one on a par four so congrats to you blake because that is pretty wild but uh yeah it's like he won the club championships there by 14 strokes and uh you know he's just a young guy too right so he's um you know we're trying to get him on the pot he won't come on family we can't even get him on he won't come on and talk to us but uh bryce our our co-host who couldn't make it he's working right now it's his younger brother now and we still can't get blake on so but um Maybe he'll listen and get some inspiration from uh, from another younger person coming on. It's just kind of like, a, it's kind of trending in a good place, the game, right? And so many people are picking yeah. it up that are so young. And like, I know I play in a couple leagues and at Port Hope where I just was, uh, or that's my course, that's my home course. They had the Ontario Junior Match Play Championships just uh, this past week. I think they wrap up maybe, or they wrapped up yesterday. So um it was good to see all those young players there, right? Like they're all teenagers kind of out there playing. And I heard one kid was like five under on the front. So good for you. Cause I've had the yeah. round, I've had the round of my life there and I've been one under on the front and then I torch my scorecard on the back. But to be able to do that is, uh, is pretty impressive. Um, what an investment though. $5. I know. So, so it, it gets better in 2016. I started competing U.S. Kids Golf Club, uh, U.S. Kids Golf Club, <laughs> on the U.S. Kids Tour okay. in Niagara every Sunday. So there were six events. And at the end, the top two in points get to go to World Championship in uh, North Carolina, Pinehurst. Okay. So I look at my coach. I'm like, I was a pretty kid. I was a pretty very, very confident kid at the time. And I'm like to my coach, watch me. 
So I'm gonna make the world championships. You you were playing squash before. Did you compete? Like you definitely have. Yeah, I was like, on the national national okay. level. Yeah, because yeah. like I'm getting a pretty competitive vibe from you right now. So like you, it was kind of like that was something that you wanted to do right away when you got into the game. You wanted to compete right away in golf. Yeah. So growing up, all elementary school, I won athlete of I won athlete of my my class right of uh, 2018. Uh, I played every sport. I played volleyball, badminton, track and field. I was assistant for every junior team. I, I was really involved in sports my whole life. Right. Um, quick background. My dad was an Olymp- uh, principal of Olympic school in Ukraine. Wow. So my dad, so, and I'm a daddy's girl. So uh, I got like sports insta- like installed in me really young. Like I started yeah. tennis at four. Did he have like a main but sport I, that he was into? Was there like something that he really uh, plugged back into? Back in Ukraine, back in Ukraine, it was badminton and uh, Roman Greek wrestling. Okay, yeah. But when he came to Canada, he got into squash. So that's how he got me into squash. Okay, all right. And he was a teaching pro for squash. I guess so, they're yeah. like transferable, right? Like a little bit. Like we talked squash fully. Yeah, like I was talking with we had um. Uh, gentleman sean lindo so i i told him as the world's uh most muscular golfer so he's like a bodybuilder he's like huge he's like 270 pounds and still breaks 90 i think so which is pretty crazy um but yeah so we were talking about all the different sports and one of the ones that he played growing up in jamaica was uh cricket so and how you know it's transferable there's a little bit of a swing there and it's kind of just like using that uh i guess that w- once you're athletic or using that hand-eye coordination you can transfer it to other to other skills but to be able to go to a driving range and have somebody come out and ask how long you've been playing is impressive because, you know, golf is widely known as the hardest sport to pick up or the hardest sport to learn, right? We're hitting this tiny little white ball with a long golf club. Like, were you missing any or are you just like getting a piece of all of them? Like it just felt like, natural or? I, I was like in the beginning, I was self-taught. So going into like the tournaments in 2016, I was all self-taught. No one touched my swing. It was all pretty natural. Like I got the hand-eye coordination from squash. I had the speed also. So squash is all about eye-hand coordination and speed. So I had those two things right off the bat. So I was hitting it like 200. I was bombing. I was bombing drive. Like yeah. It was pretty impressive. Uh, yeah, I'm sure I missed a few, but like a lot of them were going. Um, it's really tough to like go back and kind of know exactly when I was 12. But I really I got into it really quickly. I fell in love with it. Um, and I was just there at the public course every day. I cared from across. Um, you know, that's where I started out. And honestly, I'm so uh, thankful for Dave, um, the owner. He's an older fellow. Um, he's on that like little course. It's like a little par three course, big driving range. Um, it's been blowing up after COVID. Yeah. Um, you know, he really um, set my path um, by, you know, telling me to join a golf club, like a private course. And actually it was Toronto ladies that I joined first, then or later on in my career i joined maple downs i'm actually the four-time club champion Sweet. four times in a row at ladies and the youngest ever to do it nice um, good for you cool. wow good for yeah, you that's a, a, that's a good course i haven't seen a lot of people post about maple downs i know it was in the top 100 too on the score golf rankings i was checking it out so i uh i gotta get out there and play around i've every yeah, time i talk to somebody summer, there's let's do it every every time i talk to somebody there's a new a new course and like i play at I play at Port Hope, so I don't know if you've been out here. It's one of only six uh, courses on the on the lake, uh, Lake Ontario, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. It's like one of the oldest. is built in 1893, I think. It's old. 
and it's got some old bones and it's tough. So every round is like playing a new round. And uh, at my level of golf now, every round is like playing a new round of golf for me. I don't know if I'm, uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm like 18 or if I'm, you know, uh, yeah. So it's it's good though. My game is volatile, but it's fun. Like that's what I like about golf. It's it's very different and, and uh, it's hard to be consistent. And that's why, you know, you are who you are and that's why I am who I am hosting the pod here. But, uh, you know, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, um, yourself. I always like to kind of introduce, and then you actually kind of took it away, which was great, but, um, a little bit about yourself away from the course. Like, do you have any hobbies or anything? Like, I know you said your life is kind of revolved around sports, anything else that you have liked to do, Lauren, kind of growing up? Um, yeah, I love hanging out with my friends. Um, I always love to go to the movies with them. Um, I've always, uh, loved to do like writing, um, not lyrics, but um, yeah, like lyrics, kind of for fun. I was I was always into music. I was, really, really. I always okay. wanted to get into like DJing. I haven't really done that yet, but like so, kind of sad. I always like music, beats, and stuff like that. So yeah. I always wanted to get into DJing. Uh, my sister's like old friends, like long time ago. So I have two older sisters. So I grew up with a 28 year old sister and a 32 year old sister. So I'm the baby, baby. Wow. Okay. It's a big yeah. age gap. But I always grew up with very mature people in my life. And a lot of my sister's friends know me since I was born. So it's pretty cool. And a lot of them golf right now. So I golf with some of them. Um, Are any of them, were any of them golfers or they kind of like pick it up through the last couple of years? Because obviously there's been a massive influx in people taking up the game. Yeah. So um, I think they've been playing golf for a pretty long time, but maybe more as of after COVID. Yeah. Um, but they're awesome. You know, they're little hackers, but yeah, you got to um, use they, your sisters though, Lauren, and get out there and like get playing some money games with some of these older oh, guys. They don't stuff. play. My sisters don't play. <laughs> just get their, watch. get their, get their friends out there and stuff like that. And be like, Oh yeah, I think my little sister golfs a little bit. And then yeah, that, uh, yeah. That shout out to Jason one. book. <laughs> we, uh, get it, buddy. <laughs> we were, we were saying that, um, we had Callum Davidson on, uh, Davidson on a little while ago. He was like the PJ Tour Canada Player of the Year, and I don't know if you know Callum, but he's a cross-handed player. Have you ever heard of Callum? Oh, I've heard of him, but I've yeah. never like gone into detail of knowing him. So we were talking about when he first went down. I think he was playing at uh, the Palms or something um, down in Florida. So we were talking about when he first went down there and like what it would be like to see a guy like him on the range and like. You know, imagine you just go down there and like hosel a few or something like that as a cross-handed player and then like challenge somebody to a match. And then obviously the guy's like a plus five or something probably, right? That's so, crazy. Yeah, like he's a very good golfer. Um, PGA Tour kind of player of the year, right? So, and he's cross-handed, which is kind of freaky to watch. It's uh, it's strange. It's very like hard to process, you know, hitting it cross-handed. But um, I've checked out a couple of your videos too, Lauren. You got a, you got a good swing. You're hitting it far away. Can you... Uh, give us a couple ideas of maybe some stock yardages that you have. We don't have to go through the whole bag, but maybe give me yeah. a couple. Um, so seven irons around one, six, five carry. So 165 carry, um, three wood is about two thirty carry and driver on average is two sixty five two seventy carry. Okay. Um, lately, uh, my lo- so my best time I was in event driver was at the U S junior girls championship. And as uh, my longest drive there was three forty total. Nice. I, like I was it. going on it. Um, my club head speed is around 107, 108. Um, max, I got it out. I think it was 113. Um, I haven't been really looking at numbers lately. Um, just mostly like focus on my short game. Yeah. Just kind of like I'm. I'm a really feel player with wedges, especially. I've Me never too, been yeah. a clock girl. Um, same with my coach here. Um, he's also he's a really good golf player. Shout out Brad Kerfoot. 
Um, he's such a great guy. Um, he's the head teaching pro, class A pro here at Maple Downs. Nice. And I've been working with him this season. Um, yeah, so he's an awesome player. So it's nice to have him around. Um, he's also like player to player. The connection is really strong. Um, so yeah, it's nice to have someone that's a field player as well and kind of able to discuss um, a lot of strategy and um, any tips he has to help me you know, grow as a player. Have you, uh, have you checked in with Gareth? I got to make sure I get this right too. Speaking of last names, Rafleski. 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 No, he, 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 yeah, he had no problem. Let me know. It was Rafleski. And it's like a very, Rafle- like, I, <laughs> so I know that's what I said. I said it like the most Canadian way. I was like, oh, is it Gareth Rafleski or like, well, I don't know. So, <laughs> Where's the flow? Where yeah. are you getting the flow from? He, he was just like, uh, yeah. So he, um, he was saying the same thing. Obviously, he's like coaching the, the best players in the world. Right. And, uh, it was all about feel, which was kind of nice to hear. Obviously you have to like look at numbers if you're looking at attack angle and you're having problems and stuff like that. But like the main thing is when you like get to the level that you're at, you're all very good golfers. And then it's the feel and the creativity that's going to be able to separate you from, you know, that next level. Right. So there's only so much robotics that can kind of go into golf. And, um, that's what I was kind of curious about some of your yardages. Like I was, You've got like uh, probably the same stock yardages as me, and uh, yeah, like that's that's impressive. I can't keep it together all the time though. Like I can, I've got a couple long ones. Like I was talking to our friend Ryan Gregnell. He's a Canadian long drive champ, and like obviously it's in a mile. But like I've hit some like I I got one at like three sixty five. I almost made a hole in one last year at the Dundas Valley. It was like three forty five, and that was like pretty impressive. It was like a foot beside the hole, which was awesome. But then I can also like snap hook it, like you know. 200 yards to the right so it's uh i'm a lefty so when i mean uh, i've been struggling right now also i've been slicing my drivers and i'm a natural draw me too it's it's a nice draw or if it's worst case it's a hook and i've been slicing my driver and i've been like going nuts yeah i'm going nuts and um also just came off uh covid really heavy covid Um, i'm actually to withdraw at the u.s junior girls i was in the round of 32 and i have to withdraw after not i actually had COVID for those nine holes and I was grinding it out. My whole body thought I was hit by a truck. Um, it was actually for my coach and my dad. I did it for them. Yeah. It's, um, it's tough. Right. And it kind of beats you up and you need that energy, right? Like, uh, I I was lucky. I went through like a pretty decent bout of it. Um, just had a really bad for like overnight one night and kind of felt okay. Yeah. But one uh, month for me, I know I've heard of some people like, it's called long COVID or whatever. And you can, uh, yeah, it can yeah. really beat you down a little bit or a lot. And if you're an athlete, that's, that's tough. Are you feeling good now? I know next weekend you have the, like, yeah, I'm feeling open. better. Feeling good? Um, yeah, it, it was tough mentally because of my last junior event and I was playing extremely well and I was really sniffing that finals and the trophy. Yeah. Um, it was really, it was really mentally, like it, it was really heartbroken. Um, because, uh, I was the underdog coming in and, I was playing like my best golf. I was driving the ball like I've never had before. And just to, you know, um, birdie the last hole and knowing my body is just like collapsing completely on me. Like I probably couldn't even barely walk to the clubhouse back. And we ran to the hotel, drove 12 hours home because we drove to Kentucky. Yeah. I thought I was, I was thought I was dying in the car. Yeah. It was, it hit me like a, like a train, but now I'm getting better, but I still don't feel a hundred percent. But uh, I'm doing everything I can to get to 100%. So, um, yeah, just keep me a positive mindset. And the people around me is I have a pretty strong support team and I'm lucky. I have a pretty tight team. So 
they're all really supportive and pulling for me. So. Yeah, I just yeah. got to drink as much water as possible too. And like our, a lot of people don't realize. So we, we have about 30% of our listeners are down south and like it gets hot up here. People don't realize it gets hot up here in the summer, right? So yeah. um, like I was down in Texas a little while ago. That's a different type of heat. Like I was talking to you because you're, you're uh, going to Texas Tech. So I want to get to that in a, a couple minutes, but different type of heat, but it gets hot up here too. And it's hard to like maintain that. And if you're kind of, you know, battling anything, if you're a little bit sick and you're out kind of walking four days, it's a lot, right? Plus you have practice rounds and everything. Um, I wanted to ask you, you said you were a bit of an underdog. So last year I was kind of checking out a couple things. You were T8 at the Ontario Women's Amateur Champ. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. T5 at the Kane Junior Girl Champ. Um, to T3 at the 2021 Golf Canada Junior Squad Selection Camp. And then was it, uh, kind of a shock to you? Like you, that same year you won the Canadian Women's Amateur, right? Was it a shock? Uh, I'm not getting, I'm not getting the vibe at all that it was a shock to you. Like, I, I feel like those other results might've been a disappointment and you were trying to go for first every single time, obviously. Right. So let me tell you a little backstory, how I got there. I actually, if you don't, if you scroll down more on my Instagram page, I don't, I'm very quiet. I like to be quiet on uh, social media, especially during tournaments. I don't like posting. I'll post after. Right. Usually, uh, I, like, I usually like to keep the distraction at a minimum because um, then my Instagram will start blowing up with people being like, oh, where's the link? Where's the time? I love my, I love like all my people on Instagram, but sometimes it's better for me because my, I'm a pretty fast thinker. Yeah. So I just don't want to get th- that distraction. But how I got into how I start how I start to prepare for that, I was actually practicing on the in the snow in Toronto. I couldn't go anywhere during COVID. Um, it was a really hard time during those two years, mentally and financially for my parents. And it was tough for me, them to take me to Florida. And I also was in I was pretty much in grade 10, 11. So I and I was going in school, in person school, because I thought to myself, I want to have a social life. I don't want to do online school or my parents have to pay for private school, a lot of money for private school. Um, and my parents are both self-employed, which is pretty nice. So they get to be with me. I have a really strong connection to both of them. Um, so they're able to like travel me before COVID, but during COVID I was actually sneaking on to a public golf course in the snow, hitting golf balls. And, um, it's called Uplands. It's public global golf course they also have a ski res- like a mini ski resort okay yeah. And i was hitting golf balls in the snow and All i right. kept hitting in the snow because a lot of the girls that i compete against were in florida and i'm like okay what's gonna stop me like i'm gonna still practice whatever i can do i'm gonna practice my dad built me a little net, a net and we uh took a map from maple downs they gave me an old map they had and they and i put in my golf in my uh, backyard i had like a little garment simulator and i kept hitting in the snow i wore boots and a like a can like a can <laughs> of goose jacket and i was hitting um it started getting warmer during the covid year and i chipping putting chipping putting on the green the frozen green chipping putty and the funny part is the owner whoever it's a it's owned by the city i believe they so they had left one cup nice like a golf cup so it's perfect I can putt, I can chip, I can go around the green, everything I want. So I kept going. I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to grind. Whatever happens, happens. Um, 2018, 2019 were a tough year. Um, I didn't have any scholarships. So a little bit of stressed out year. Um, I was, um, yeah, I was the underdog. I, I was a late bloomer, but I, 
you know, we knew I had it in me. I just didn't shine yet. And, um, yeah, I think, I don't know, Lauren, I think it's hard to say you're a late bloomer though. Like if you, if you pick up a game in 2016 and you're the 2021 Canadian women's am champ, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's hard to call yourself a late bloomer. Um, like I've just met you in the last couple of weeks, but it seems like you're a pretty competitive person. So I think you probably wanted to be, uh, you know, the Canadian am champ and, 2020 or 2017 or something like that but uh yeah things take time the game is very difficult to learn so yeah um but you know if you're able to get outside and hit balls in the snow and stuff like that there's a lot of people wouldn't be doing that right so i'm kind of like thinking oh, like sure cue not. the cue yeah. the rocky music or something like that you know like from like the rocky theme or something him up like training in the snow but uh we don't have that good of editing and uh we're getting this one out pretty quick so we might not have it so everybody just play that in the side while you're listening to this uh this clip but um yeah, it's just kind of like one of those things. It's good to sort of find it any way you can, right? And if you can golf, like I know I pretty much shut it down here in the winter now. Um, like I got a little net in the basement. I'll hit a couple shots and whatnot, but that's about it. I got to, you know, talk my wife into a simulator in the garage or something. But uh, it's been a it's been yeah. a good year and I've started like, you know, um, I actually do owe a thank you to Johnny. So I broke my driver the other day, um, you know, probably because I'm super strong. It had nothing to do with me, like leaving it in my trunk or anything like that. But, uh, yeah. So thanks Johnny. He lent me as a, his driver for a day and I was hitting it better than him. So I just wanted to let him know that, uh, you know, I want to say thank you for letting me use a gear. He said he, I could use it if I gave him a shout out on the pod. So there you go. <laughs> but, um, no, it was nice. It was like Mizuno ST 220, like great driver. Like I liked it a lot. Um, like I, I was hitting like a Ventus 6X shaft and I, uh, like I hit a great ball and then I like, you know, when you like put the club down to go pick up the tee or whatever, and it just like crumbled. I don't know what happened. So that was unfortunate. I play the same shaft, a Ventus Red 6X. Yeah. I'm uh lucky, yeah. um, I have a friend who is a, uh, uh, a private friend who, who sent me one. So thank you very much. I, I already oh, got it. I already, yeah, I already got it. Uh, in the mail it was, it was in the door the other day and I was able to put it in and, uh, and play the league on Wednesday night. So thank you to that mystery friend, but, um, who will forever be, uh, unnamed, I guess. But, um, yeah, so we, uh, <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to touch on team Canada a little bit. So you've played, um, you played for team Canada. How many years did you, did you get to play? First, my first year. This is your first year now? Yeah. So what do the events look like? Like how did, how's the team kind of set up? Have you, cause golf's a very individual sports. So we've had a lot of, um, a lot of like, you know, college players on NCAA players. Um, Jacqueline Lee, I don't know if you know Jacqueline Lee, Rebecca yeah, Lee Bentham. Know, yeah. yeah. Rebecca Lee Bentham. Yeah, and like, we talked a lot about school and stuff with those ladies and like Paul Park, lots of NCAA guys, Zach Viminitz, who just got his first hole in one. Zach Viminitz is an unreal golfer to get his first hole in one. So congrats to him. But, um, yeah. you know, golf's a very like individual sport and we have got like a different opinion from almost every NCAA player as they've gotten to, um, to school, right? And like what that is like or what the team game is like. So, you know, if we can talk a little bit about trans or about uh, sure. Team Canada and then we can transition right into Texas if you like. Yeah, for sure. So, Team Canada, um, so it's very individual based. Um, the team atmosphere is usually because, you know, we have a lot of winter in Canada, um, right. certain parts of Canada. Um, so, we head down. Uh, for, so, I'm on the junior team. So, it's a junior team, women's, women's AM team. There's like a, the pros. Um, on the junior team this year. So they're actually changing up the model um, next year, which it's going to call the next gen, which you can be, I think it's going to be like 21 and under. So you can be still in university and still be on the junior team, 
because some of the boys, it's hard for some of the boys to jump into the men's amateur team because um, it's very competitive. Right. So um, ho- I'm hoping, cross my fingers, don't be uh, too uh, talkative, but I'm hoping to be on the women's AM team next year um, or starting in September, hopefully. Um, so how the how it works is we go for the junior team, we go four times. We go two times to BC and two times to Arizona to train as a team just so we can practice during the winter times. Right. Um, not all of us can, uh, you know, go to Florida for six months or five months. Um, I usually go just for my winter break for two to three weeks and I come back and I'm back in the simulators. Yeah. Um, so we go train down there and there's also, there's another, so we go to bear mountain. In yeah. BC. I was going to say that I, yeah, uh, good so. friend of the good friend of uh, myself and, and the pod here is Lucas Noni and he's the assistant pro. Yeah. So yeah. I know he's from the area too. Um, like he's from out here and, and I went out to visit him at bear mountain, which was awesome. I, uh, unfortunately got like the worst weather when I got there, but, uh, I got to play four. we got to play 14 holes. Um, we had a good time, but I did see the, uh, the training facility there. So I didn't know if it was staying because I heard like it was coming out to TBC. I don't know if that's for next year or what, but yes. So I think next year, golf Canada, I think they're all moving to TBC and they're going to make, so we have kind of like three headquarters. We have one in, uh, TBC, we have one in bear mountain and then we'll have one hopefully in Arizona. Okay. Not officially in Arizona, just like so. Uh, some mostly for the pros, though, they'll yeah. be in Arizona. It's called Verado. Um, it's 45 minutes from the airport. It's a really nice, there's three courses, beautiful facilities down there. Um, Golf Canada has a great connection to them and they let us players, high level players, um, you know, practice in Arizona, kind of different uh, type of courses and just uh, practice during the winter times, which we're pretty thankful for. Yeah, I know. Um... I think Callum said he goes down there a little bit too. And, uh, a couple of weeks ago we had Kevin Gordon on fellow lefty PGA tour Canada pro. And, uh, he was saying that he plays in Arizona and stuff. And it seems like a lot of guys head down there like that. It's pretty much there in Florida. Right. So, or, you know, or a lot of the, yeah. a lot of the players anyway. Right. So, um, and I know Rebecca said the same thing that she was going down and playing in Florida in the, in the summers as well. Um, Jacqueline was saying that, uh, she was in school at the time and had just finished up. She was at West. So, um, I know that she said that she was traveling quite a bit in the summer as well. So it seems like everybody kind of gravitates to Florida or Arizona area. Right. So yeah, get that dry heat and play some golf. Right. So it's uh we stay try. away from like, yeah. te- you know, Texas is going to be hot. Texas is going to be really hot for you to play down there, but uh, it's going to be windy. It'll be fun. Yeah. Be now, can we talk a little bit about Texas tech? Like how the experience yeah, has sure. been, you went down, you went down to visit, I think the campus. Yeah. Yeah. So I went in, so I went by myself actually. So my parents have never been which I was really sad about. Um, it was really expensive to bring them down. It's like a thousand dollar ticket. Um, and the school covers only for me, but for the hotel and food, they'll cover for my parents, but the tickets were kind of pricey. Yeah. So I'm I like, just, I just went, I know they're, uh, yeah, yeah. it's delayed like three days as well. So it's, uh, and it's like yeah. a three, four day trip for a thousand bucks. So yeah. it was pretty, it was tight in budget. So we decided my parents were not going to go first time going by myself on a, like officially going by myself right. it was a lot of fun i you know not only did i get to visit texas tech but i also like learned a lot by myself and kind of got the travel experience um when i went down there so how a little backstory how i got in touch again with texas tech so i talked to her a few years before um we were talking um kind of disappeared um because i kind of had a fallout in 2018 uh, i actually tore my meniscus and i was out all of 2018 so I didn't have a 2018 season at all. 2019, 
it was tough coming back. I had a, my left meniscus was, I had a soft tissue tear in my meniscus. I didn't have surgery, but I uh, built muscle around it. So now my knee is 95%. I'll never be a hundred percent, but I'm happy that like I can golf and I don't have, it doesn't hurt me anymore. Right. So 2018, 2019 was a really fallout year, two years. Um, 2020 comes, she starts talk, uh, coach comes back to me cause she sees me in the field at a Dixie women's amateur. It's a tournament, a big tournament in Florida where a lot of uh, good players come from around the world, uh, mostly U S and Canada. It's actually, um, own the golf course they played as actually owned by club Lane. Oh, nice. Okay. So, uh, she saw me in the field and she reached out to me. Uh, she probably saw all of my social medias and she remembered me a little bit. And right. uh, we started talking, we started talking back up. Uh, I also had other few universities, but you know, COVID really uh, had a big impact on college golf, especially for class of 2021 20, and 22 financial stuff, financial side of it um, for the school, for the big universities. They uh, didn't have a lot of money it's like for more players if they were coming in mm-hmm. or like future players. Uh, so Texas tech had an opening. They, I think they had like one or two spots. I believe it was one. And uh, I just kept going. I kept talking. Um, I showed great interest. Um, they have uh, a big international team. It's pretty big. Uh, they have like five international players or six international players and four, four, three, four to three U.S. girls. So I liked how it was like uh, international because they, the girls understand what it's like to be away from home yeah. and, um, you know, different cultures which I liked. So I uh, got up on a visit. Um, I went down and I just fell in love with everything. You know, they have an amazing facility, probably top five college facility. Um, you got to meet some of the other girls too while you were down there. Yeah. I met the whole team. I went out for dinner. They took me out to a football game, basketball game. I get to live like the college experience. Yeah. You know, went out to see the dorm, uh, took a cruise around the golf course Our golf course is actually kind of link style. Okay. Which is kind of cool. Um, it's owned by the university. It's called the Rawls course. Um, we have an amazing, like a huge facility. Um, it's a public golf course, but it's in great shape. Um, we have like our own clubhouse, a huge clubhouse. There's two big clubhouses, one big clubhouse to us, like really nice locker room. Um, they just spent a million dollars on renovating the whole entire driving range. Cause the boys keep hitting it over 300 yards like, <laughs> over the fence. It's just getting longer and longer and longer. Hey, it sounds like you're hitting it that far too. Don't just say the boys. It's just, uh, if you're flying at 260, 270, you get down there, uh, the ball's going to move a little bit more too. Right. So, yeah. So boys, you don't know who's coming. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's, uh, it, you know, it's, I, I kind of like that idea, right? Like I, we've we've just had so many people on the pod like uh, i'm thinking of like carrie uh moffitt she has she's the host of the still Away podcast so she's out west as well and like we're talking about how like i don't know there's just this like stigma about it being so much of like a guy's game right and stuff like that and like the people i golf with most like some of the the players i golf with most are female right and i i enjoy it like it's just like i i don't know like my wife my sister are both new to the game but they're they're still like some of the favorite people i golf with right so i have uh I don't know. I got no problems with that. I don't think it's just a, I've seen some guys that can't really hit the ball all that far either. So don't uh, sell yourself short. Extend that driving yeah. range for Lauren. Extend the driving range for Lauren because yeah. she's coming. Let's push yep. that thing back. Yeah. The coach, the coach Jojo knows. She knows. <laughs> she's got a, she's got someone special coming through. But like no, it. a little, a little two seconds here for, you know, growing the game for girls like me. You know, it's a big passion of mine. You know, every time I see like a little kid at Maple Downs or, like uh, members that I'm close to, and they bring their like grandkids. I, I'm all over it. You know, I'm I'm really a, a type of person that wants to grow the game, especially for young girls. 
you know, not to know that it's it's not quote unquote a men's game or a b- only boys sport. You know, any girl who you know puts their mind to it and you know um, has aspirations that like I do, and you know to see where where I got to in a short period in a say a short period of time. You know, you know anything you put your mind to, you know, go for it. And you know, golf's such a great sport. Um, if your parents can uh, just buy you a little set of clubs, you know. I keep going, keep going. Well said, Lauren. Well said. All right. We made it through nine. And this glizzy is brought to you by our friends over at Manscaped, manscaped.com. You can go over, check out the ultra premium collection or anything that you need to not suffer through the back nine here. Using the promo code OTS golf, you will get 20% off plus free shipping. And maybe you'll go low on the back. Thank you for supporting the episode. Thank you for supporting the pod. Manscaped.com, 20% off using the promo code OTS golf. Free shipping right to your door. Enjoy the pod. Yes. Um, CP, yeah. I've been dreaming as a little kid just to play an LPGA event. So for me to be in this situation, I'm getting exemption of when I won the 2021 K Women's Am. Um, I'm just, you know, this is my last week home before I go to Texas. So it's been a very emotional week. Um, yesterday was one of my last days. I get to say bye to my one of my best friends. Shout out to Noah. I love this kid. Um, I've known him for about two and a half years. Uh, is my golfer as well of... right i think was that the one no, that you posted he's about yeah. golfer. he's actually a tennis he was a good tennis player oh, okay all right player. yeah great tennis player um yeah that little boy actually um jt oh my god i've known him since he was like six years old what a talent goes to summit golf club he um it was a weird day yesterday i had an unveiling for my grandfather's stone and um it was an emotional morning and had a lunch and i ran uh, one of the members was actually also at the unveiling and he went to the golf maple. So I'm like, I'm coming, I'm hopping in. I'm wearing all black attire in like glasses, hair up, look totally like everyone looked at me like, where's your golf clothes? Yeah. Like, no one ever has ever seen me like in regular clothes. I run to the driving range before he tees off like five minutes. I give him a big hug. I'm like, oh my God, like I've like I haven't seen you in six years. His dad was there so happy that I at least came out to say hi. Um, watch him hit his first drive. It's just crazy. Like, kids i think he came like fifth place at the world championships he's doing so well i'm really 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 proud of him and uh side note with him uh his grandfather was one of the first people to see me hit a golf ball at carrick macross nice so that's how i got to know his grand uh grandkids um at peak performance which is indoor winter facility and he's just he's just blooming so fast so it's nice to see that uh someone so young is doing so well and you know i've known for a while Nice. Yeah. Being that young and like having that ability to kind of play in world championships and stuff like that and do that well is, you know, sounds kind of awesome, like he yeah. sounds like a, a competitive young guy. So good, good for him. I'll have to have him. I'll, I'll have to get his contact and have him on the pod. Yeah. He's young. I'm, I'm sure him and his dad would uh, hop on. Hey, why not? I, yeah. It doesn't matter. Hey, if he just wants to come on and talk about golf, I'll talk about golf with anyone and everyone. I yeah. Love he, it. Like, he has, I think he has three or four other brothers. There's like five of them. Five or four them all on. Yeah, it's like they're, uh, they're little, little. They're like, <laughs> perfect. They're like eight, six, seven. They're so funny. Oh my god! It'd be a pretty funny pod. Like it's like our co-host Bryce. I was saying he's working right now, but his um his younger brother is a golfer as well, and even the middle one, Chad, is a golfer. He just uh he's a pro hockey player, so he just resigned uh, with Indy yesterday. So congrats, Chad! But, wow, um, congrats. It's kind of like you know, you get a family of like athletes, right? Like Bryce is a phenomenal golfer. Um, hits the ball a mile. He's like. I think he's probably like six three or something like that, 160 pounds, 70 pounds, but he hits it like he carries it like 320, 330. It's just like smashes the ball. Um, just can't putt and he knows it. So 
I'm not bothering by saying that, but um, it's yeah, kind of nice. You see, a, you see a family. Yeah, he's like a great. That's why I said the other day, I hire him for a scramble team. But uh, you know, you see families like that who have like multiple athletes and stuff like that. It's uh, it's cool to see, right? It's cool to see everybody connect. But um, you're prepped for the CP Women's Open. Like you doing yeah, anything? Back into that. <laughs> anything different, Lauren? Like anything different in your prep, in your setup, how you would approach a tournament of this magnitude? Biggest tournament in your life, I, I guess, up to this yeah, point. Biggest. Yeah, biggest. I'm so excited. Um, not really. So I'm trying to, we're, right now, actually, in a bit, in a few hours, I'm just going to go over with my coach, um, my little slice, a little adjustments, a little bit of club path. I haven't looked really on a, we're going to use a track man. Um, I haven't really uh, looked at my numbers yet. So I'm going to go back to looking at my number, just figure out yeah. a little adjustment to get my little drawback instead of a slice. You know, COVID kind of, I lost a I lost like 12 pounds. I probably like lost maybe a few bit of speed, but I know it gets backed up pretty quickly. Probably do some speed work right today and uh, just do a bit of practicing, you know, but I've been pretty low key. I haven't been playing much golf, just been putting, chipping a lot, hitting on the driving range. Try to spend a lot of time with my family. This is my last week. I leave Sunday morning. Right. From there, from Sunday to Sunday, I'm hoping I make the cut. Um, and then I leave the Monday in the morning, Texas Tech. So um just trying to spend time with family um keeping it just keeping just kind of relaxing it's been a pretty like hectic past like four weeks so i've been playing a lot of golf straight up so i'm just trying to take it easy because i know cp is going to be pretty like you know hen the game so i'm just trying to be positive you know get all the stress out um spend time with the members i'm I'm really close to with, with a lot of members at Maple Downs. They're pre- it's pretty a strong community here, and um, they've accepted me open arms the past three years. So I'm pretty uh, thankful to have them, you know, behind me and supporting me. So yeah, just keeping it, you know, easy and uh, just getting ready for CP, which I'm really super excited. Yeah, you want like I've never played an event like that, obviously, right? This is uh, hopefully going to be the first of many in your career, Lauren. I'm sure it will be, and you know, you want to make sure you can soak it in. Right. So it sounds like you're doing the right things. You're a very mature young lady, Lauren. This has been like such a great chat. I appreciate you coming on. Um, wish you all the best. I hope you make the cut. I hope it, uh, I hope it goes well for you. You're going to get to see and meet a lot of people that, uh, you're probably going to be, you know, a little starstruck at times. I'm sure. Um, like the Canadian best Canadian golfer or best golfer in Canadian history is going to be there playing. Right. Who just, you know, won a major championship yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Right. So, um, Brooke Anderson's awesome. Like I've never got to meet her in person. I would love to, but, um, you know, we've, uh, we've seen the kind of Mike Weir, like when I was growing up, Mike Weir is like a, I'm a lefty as well. So like Mike Weir is a big inspiration in Canadian golf for, for young, for young players and stuff like that. Right. He's a reason why a lot of us play golf and, uh, Brooke Anderson has now kind of taken that torch and like exceeded anything that he's been able to do. A green jacket is awesome. But if we're listening to this pod, she has 11 wins, I think now, and two major championships. So she's the best to ever do it in our country. And hopefully you get to tee it up with her. That would be pretty, uh, yeah. Pretty my coach, awesome. it's a little funny thing. My coach grew up with her in Smith Falls. Really? Small yeah. My coach there. who, uh, my coach who's also going to be on the bag for me that week. Um, Brad Kerfoot. Yeah. He grew up with Brooke. Um, especially Brooks. I think they have bigger, bigger, big age gap, but he saw her kind of blossom. Yeah. She's actually a goalie. He's a goalie. Brooke was a goalie. Um, in Smith Falls hockey goalie. I did not so, know uh, that. I was a goalie too. Uh, yeah, that's... I believe she was a she was a hockey goalie, and uh, she just sprinted off um, really young. She was really mature at like ten. Yeah, she, start, she was very mature, and she just she was number one amateur in the world, I believe. 
Yeah, that's what like really good. I've been lucky enough around Masters Week. We have Bob Weeks on, a uh, friend of the pod. So he always makes a little bit of time for us, which is awesome because uh, he's got an extremely busy schedule and he's, uh, you know, become personal friends with Brooke over the years, right? And um, one of the things that he was saying was that she kind of like was making the adjustment from the longer driver to kind of shorten it up because she was playing her sister's clubs and she was always used to having like a shaft that was like a little bit longer. So she's always got to that point. That's how it kind of grew to. I think she was playing like 47 for a little while or 47 wow. and a half or something. Right. So having to bring that down or might've been 46, even now it's down to, I think it's, I can't remember. It has to be 46. What, I think it has to be 46 and under. Yeah. So yeah. I think she was playing 47 and a half or she might've maxed at 48, but, but didn't use the whole club. So it was kind of like an adjustment for her. And obviously she's adjusted just fine as we found out recently. So, um, yeah, yeah I think that that would be, uh, yeah, it's kind of cool that, you know, if he grew up with her and got to see her sort of, uh, you know, blossom into the player that she's in or that she's become one of the best in the world. Right. So. Yeah. And, uh, I think she had a struggling period though. She did. Um, after that cut down, but yeah. Hey, she jumped, you know, she grinded it out, jump back up and yeah. You know, like you no know, doubt proud of her. No doubt it would take, well, cause she was one of the longest, like she was a top 10, like one of the top 10, uh, longest players on tour. Right. So, um, after that adjustment, um, she did. She struggled a little bit. She talked about it a little bit. I think it affected other parts of her game as well, too, because golf's a mental game, of course, right? So, um, and now she's a two-time major champion. So it's yeah, uh, you know, yeah. we yeah. need, we need, we like I say, we need another one. We need, we need more. We need more good Canadian yeah. golf players that uh, can, you know, come on the path that Brooke Henderson's on. You know, props to her. It's such a family biz. You know, well, hey, Lauren, we got one right here. We got one right here, right? So I'm gonna try. Let's let's go on the hunt. But uh, I know you got to get out and do some practicing. I appreciate it. We've been on for about an hour now. Uh, like I said, we're sweeping due, and I don't even know if you can <laughs> see me anymore. Look how bright it's getting coming in my <laughs> coming in my window above yeah, me. Yeah, the, the lighting at, Ma- at uh, Maple Downs is pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I'm getting like the sun right in the window here. But um, I really appreciate you coming on, Lauren. This is great. I know you got to go yeah. do some practice. All the best at the CP Women's Open. All the best Thank going you to school. So much. Um, we got to have you back on. I really appreciate the chat. We got to have sure. you back on. And, uh, when you get down, play a couple rounds at, uh, at school, maybe we'll have you back. And, yeah. uh, first event, Pebble beach. Yeah. That's so sweet. And then you're, you were at Chambers Bay like last weekend, right? Yeah. How, uh, yeah. Okay. I'll show you. I'll show you one picture. You got to tell me whose caddy this is. Okay. All right. I, uh, I remember a friend of mine playing. Oh, come on. Come on. Spieth, Jordan Spieth. Yeah, okay. Michael, Michael, yeah. Yeah. He uh, grew up there in Chambers Bay, so he popped in with his son, and um, yeah, I got to, I'm like, and everyone's like, what do you make a big deal about it? I'm like, what do you mean? They met in 2015 when Jordan won the US Yeah, Open. he won the US Open and he there, was, yeah. You know what he was? A substitute teacher. Sweet. And yeah. he became a successful caddy. Yeah. Well, and like, I've talked so many times about Jordan Spieth's game and how impressive it is, and like, he like he we talked about like we hopped on the pod talking about feel and stuff like that and he's very much a feel player like a wedge player by feel and like you know he would be a guy whose numbers would like not make sense to people and how good he is as a short game player but it's like it's like phil mickelson too right like it's all about feel and stuff like that like jordan speed's like descent angle and angle of attack would be so bizarre but like he gets it done and he's one of the best to do it right so yeah um that's cool being able to meet him at chambers bay that's awesome but uh yeah that's an experience for sure yeah let's circle back let's do this again and uh 
maybe we'll bring some of the ladies on from the team or something next time. This was a lot of fun. It was, uh, it was really sure. cool and, um, all the best this weekend. So we'll be, uh, I'm not going to ask you to tag us in any of your stories and stuff like that. I know you're going to be busy at the sure Women's Open, but if you, if you remember by chance, OTS golf, give us a quick tag. Um, if any, sure. if anybody, um, wants to follow, uh, your journey along, maybe not at the CP Women's Open, I know you're not gonna be able to post much, but as you go to school and stuff like that, where can they, uh, reach you? They can reach me, um, at Lauren Z golf on Instagram. Um, I'm also on Twitter. I forget my handle on Twitter, but I'm mostly on Instagram on my golf account. Yeah. Lauren Z golf. So right everything's there. I'll be posting the podcast. I know my sister's boyfriend will be the first person to be watching this podcast. He said last night, he's excited for me to hop on, but I appreciate you having me. I had a lot of fun talking and I wish you the best of luck. And I hopefully I see you soon. I'm back on this podcast. Yeah. Thanks so much, Lauren. And, uh, my hunt right now in golf is just for a uh, hole in one. So, um, I, I, I made one, a uh, two months ago, three months ago. Um, and I hit the pin the other night in men's league with everybody around. So that's pretty much it. Um, first round I brought like my five month old son out in the, uh, stroller and I made a hole in one with him there. So it's been a hunt ever Ooh. since. Yeah. What a story. Eh? What a, what a good story. Yeah. Last time I had one is 2016. So maybe at CP. <laughs> yeah, that would be, that would be pretty good. Get you all over sports center would be pretty awesome. So really appreciate it. Appreciate your boyfriend Thanks. or your sister's Thanks. boyfriend listening to the pod here. And, um, yeah, we'll definitely, uh, we'll catch up in the future and get you back. This was awesome. Thank you Thanks so much. Man. All right. Yeah, and anybody it. who wants to check it out, I'm going to link your, uh, socials below. So, Thanks. um, if you're listening to the pod, go down below and I'm going to link them right there. You can go check out Lauren's, uh, Lauren's Instagram. Perfect. Thanks guys. He's out in my ball and of course so I tee up I lose a ball and I re-up I miss a fairway, I probably end up in the ocean Or maybe the beach And I'm on a part five and I'm finna go reach it Second was blind, I see it Feel like it might be an albatross, worst case scenario